I like this picture of you on this uh, really old handheld phone here in your wood den with your gray sweater on. <laughs> I like this picture on that comes up on Skype. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's not actually me. That's uh, Charles Charles Bronson in, in Death Wish Three. Right, right, right. Um, he's uh. He's like, um, he, he's talking on his dead friend's phone and just hanging out in his apartment. He looks kind of relaxed. He's totally relaxed. Yeah. He like cooks, cooks like a, a pot of ramen after that. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh man. Yeah. That's a, it's a, I can sense that, that, uh, that feeling whenever we talk. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually what i do right after we get off the phone nice. cook a pot of ramen perfect <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, so a happy new year happy new year to you the first buck flicks cast of 2013 who thought it would go on this long and be such a huge success you know, well, yeah, I know. No one could predict it. No one could predict it. <laughs> <laughs> no one did predict it. They didn't. They they might have even had some disparaging thing things to say at first. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, we proved them wrong. You proved them wrong. You know, that's what's important. And and I'm gonna keep proving them wrong. <laughs> I bet. Uh, Buckflix isn't going away. No, no, it's no. here to stay. 2013 bigger and better. Uh, 2013 it's going to be one of our biggest years i mean you know dvd as a format it it may be a dying thing but uh the dollar store there there will be a new wave at the dollar store sure dvd dying could only uh be helpful to buckflix subscribers I mean, it, yeah, just means more movies are going to be hitting the hitting the dollar store shelves and into the Buckflix inventory. Absolutely, it's, just, it's simple math. There's only one Venus, just one perfect form, and that one is cold, carved from stone. But suddenly she's come alive, soft and warm. She's a miss, not a myth. I'm no longer alone. You're my living Venus, my warm breathing Venus. You're all that I dreamed you might be. The gods on Olympus created the loveliest girl. All right. Uh, so we watched, I saw some of the trailers that you put together that will be coming to Buckflix hopefully soon. Some new releases. Yeah, the uh, I put together a playlist of the latest Lion ba- Lionsgate bag of shit. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I just 
I wanted to watch the trailers again. That's why I was kind of late getting on. But um, okay. yeah, so uh, what do you think of these things? Well, uh, we'll, let's start with the Tai Chi Zero. Tai Chi Zero. I mean, my understanding of Tai Chi is that it's done on a beach at sunset and it's very slow moving kind of old people sort of yoga but um it does not look like that at all in this uh trailer it it's it looks like a crazy instagram uh matrix i don't know just kind of insane and almost to the point where i was sort of into this and i'm kind of want to see it yeah uh, yeah it looks totally crazy um the robots and and the the narrator was at least making fun of it so that kind of gave me a little bit of hope for this because even the narrator was saying like giant steampunk robots what yeah. isn't to like <laughs> so. it definitely looked like it was uh it was a kind of a parody of itself which is yeah. uh it's kind of good i guess uh yeah the whole playing up the tai chi element of it uh, <laughs> well and i like that setup of a guy who goes to sort of learn uh kung fu secrets and everyone in town beats him up multiple times and refuse to show him secrets yeah. of, of kung fu. like i was kind of i was there i was like wow okay i'm into this premise and then visually it just looked completely insane yeah and cg but i mean i it fits. It's kind of like um, Crouching Tiger on Super Crack, like like Crank Two, Crouching Tiger. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, any of the? I think it's Stephen Chow, uh, okay. the Shaolin Soccer, or oh, I forget what the other one that is. Sounds familiar. Um, it was it was the more Kung Fu Hustle, I think. It's okay. Okay. I think so. I I don't I don't know if that's to say if it, anybody. That had anything to do with that mm-hmm. has to do with this, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it looked sort of in the same vein as that. <laughs> Maybe not as choreographed, but yeah, yeah, it looked crazy. I would definitely, if this was uh, in the Buck Flicks, you know, six months from now, I'm going to put it on reserve in my queue. Actually, this all looks right, pretty yeah, nuts. I'll update your queue. I haven't updated any of the queues in a while. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll I'll write it down and mail mail in a piece of paper yeah yeah All right. yeah that sounds great um i i lost them for a while i, I just found them the other day i actually w- did a year-end cleanup of all the buck Buckflix inventory Uh-oh. um the, everything that's available on Buckflix yeah. uh, fits within a three um eight by ten you know paper boxes oh, basically okay. like you get from staples <laughs> yeah um, yeah I Who doesn't? They do not sponsor us, but yeah. right. <laughs> right. we right. we use their boxes for the videos. Uh, <laughs> Three staples boxes full of of uh, net, uh, Buckflex inventory. Yeah, wow. that holds the uh, two hundred and seventy plus movies wow. that we wow. have in in stock. You know, do you ever get rid of movies based on the? people's viewing or no just just we keep we we do weed them out like yeah. uh you know i um i i'll send somebody one every once in a while and you know 
I won't necessarily expect it back. Um, sometimes I'll send it back. Like you're you're extremely good about sending it back, mm-hmm. even when I tell you to keep it. Um, you still send them back. Um, I have another another friend of mine. Uh, he he will not have these in his house, um, so he always sends them back. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I keep I keep going. Hey, I watch this. And I'm, I get nervous with those uh, the uh, overdue notices, so I, I don't want to get those. So I yeah, just send them. Yeah, back. we. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> like the, the technical guy. Um, yeah. Behind this whole thing, his name is Sean. Okay. He comes up. He he made the website. He's like he is constantly updating the catalog. Mm-hmm. He's set up the automated Twitter feed. Wow. Um, he's, he's like, he creates all the, um, the Buckflix previews wow. that you see on the blog, uh, buckflix.blogspot.com. Um, it, like he's a, he's a genius with all yeah. this stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, what was, what was, what was I talking about? Um, uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, I just wanted to you know make sure that that was known that yeah. He's he's doing all this stuff in the background and you know, I don't know that he wants to necessarily talk about any of it, but Right, right, right. Uh, it, well, it, we appreciate it, Sean. Yeah, Sean, you're doing a great job. Nice work. Uh, keep up the good work. Keep it up. Keep it up in 2013. Don't slide, don't let it slip now. We're just I mean, it's just, you know, if just anything, he's just going to pick up the pace. Good. Perfect. Crack the whip on Travis. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he that, that's what I was going to say. Um, the late fees, he has that set up on an automatic timer. Oh. So no matter you know what, like as soon as we yeah. say that the movie is checked out, the ticker starts yeah. uh, within two weeks, you just start getting spammed with email yeah, um, ooh, that, that your movie's late. And, I, uh I just I feel terribly terribly guilty. Yeah. So that movie's going back. No problem. Yeah. Um the next trailer uh was kind of equally crazy in a different way called oh. Nature Calls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're starring uh yeah, Johnny Knoxville and Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny I watched a fan kind of recently. I don't know why. I think I, I think some podcast was talking about. It. Did you ever see that movie? Mm-mm. Where he is like a super fan of uh, God. I'm so terrible. I don't even know like the Giants or something. And uh, it's just him and his sad, crazy life. And he calls up uh, sports talk radio at night with these long, like writ- handwritten out diatribes about you know how his team's gonna totally kick ass <laughs> and. Uh, um, Another guy on the phone is is always like, "Oh, the Eagles are gonna kill you," and whatever. So he gets he's like so into it. He gets so mad. He goes and finds this guy in Philly, and like shoots him with a, a paintball gun. So weird, <laughs> so weird. And he, it, it, but but he was great. I mean, it was a really like dark, really dark, fucked up movie, um, in a weird way. But I. I mean, I like him a lot, and I saw him in Nature Calls. I'm like, well, I mean, he's got to do this, I guess. 
yeah <laughs> yeah he's got to get his name out there I, yeah although yeah. i i did we did see him in a movie uh my wife and i we yeah. watched um young adult with Charlize theron oh yeah and uh he was in he was in it too um i, yeah, I really yeah. like this character a lot he, he played like this this guy this you know towny guy that yeah. ended up staying in town and and um it was kind of like a uh, sort of a dramatic role, I guess. The movie was kind of, uh, I, it was almost marketed as a as a comedy, it but totally then, was. Um, it, yeah, it ended up being a, a really strange drama. Yeah, that was a dark, messed up movie, and it was not sold that way. I was, yeah. and yeah. I was very happy because uh, I think Molly really wanted to see it, and I was like, "All right, we're not doing anything else, I guess." And um, we rented it and I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of OK. Like she's really a mess and is OK with it. It's not this kind of like jokey like, oh, she's going back to meet her high school, whatever. <laughs> and but it's really like she's really a mess. And it was great in that way yeah. that she kind of pulled off that that uh, super mess of a, of a character. And then, yeah, Pat Nelson was a great like co co kind of star for that he was really i like him a lot yeah this is yeah. uh this is pat oswalt with 50 kids and swearing every other like i mean this was the the what is it red red whatever trailer but oh my god come on guys i mean is that like i guess that's funny little kids saying adult swearing things <laughs> but um I don't know. Didn't didn't look very good. And no. And and Johnny Knoxville. I don't know. I, I don't think he can act. <laughs> and he's gotten all these movies. I keep seeing the posters for him and Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger doing God knows what. I don't know what that movie is. Have yeah. you seen that at all? You know anything about no. that? <laughs> no. I don't know what the hell that movie is. But uh, I just keep seeing posters with him and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm like, oh my god, that guy still has a weird career, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, such a strange thing, uh, uh, you know. Uh, that, yeah, he can he cannot act. I mean, I think oh. I saw him in something else, but <laughs> he's um, awful. And he's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like he, I thought he was, I thought he was funny in Jackass. Uh, right, you know, definitely. I always, I always thought he did a good job. He's like, yeah, the, he wasn't even the funniest guy on there. Yeah, but yeah, he was kind of like the the figurehead for it, I guess. Right, right. Especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm totally. No, when when he's like naturally being a goofball, then he's he's totally funny. But yeah, mm-hmm. seeing him play these like exaggerated characters, and what was that crazy Fairley's Brothers uh, Special Olympics movie? What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that is bizarre. That is the most I I caught that somewhere recently, and I was like, I can't believe this is real, and they made this. This is unbelievable. Yeah, I, yeah, I never saw it, but oh yeah, my god. It should be on Buckflex, maybe. Yeah, it probably. It might. We might have it actually. Uh, <laughs> you have it. <laughs> but yeah, this movie. Anytime, any. I don't know. The, the whole kid thing mm-hmm. and and it just <laughs> just like the the cue of the music when yeah. when you know the the kids started getting involved and then um they it's basically set up like a like a frat mm-hmm. uh, you know these yeah. these guys are are trying to you know make these this this little scout troop act like a frat and yeah. 
Yeah, it's like <laughs> they basically do, and it's like know, Animal House. Doesn't seem comfortable to cop. me. I don't, I don't know who this this movie would be marketed to. Yeah, no, it's very uncomfortable watching these little like six year old kids yelling boobs when the girl rides <laughs> yeah. by. I'm like, yeah, oh my God, I, I, yeah. They actually they, they were like titties. Look yeah, at those titties. Yeah, they don't even say boobs. They're like <laughs> just the worst. I'm like, oh God, this is this is out of control. But I do like I do like Rob Riggle a lot. I think he is kind of hilarious. Yeah. That guy who just looks like such a frat, like, football player. Like, he just has this face. And then to see him, like, I just think he's a really funny kind of, like, you know, you can tell all of his scenes are just improvised. And I think he's really kind of hilarious, too, in a, in a funny, like... You don't expect him to be saying this stuff at all. He's kind of like a weird Phil Hartman kind of character. So yeah. I like him a lot. But yeah, he's just going to – hopefully he won't keep doing really terrible, dumb comedies like this. <laughs> but yeah, well, hey, you got to uh, pay for that Buckflix subscription somehow. That's right. You know, <laughs> you're not going to get these movies for free. Uh oh. <laughs> If if he emails me, he can. <laughs> if okay, so Rob, email trap. Uh the next oh god, the next trailer, the Eye of the Storm. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> a lot of old English people, um I, some sort of family inheritance problem, and that's about it. I guess there's a storm. It seemed like there was some kind of storm involved at one point. There was there's a hurricane, a, maybe. A beach. <laughs> a beach. <laughs> Flooding. Um, other than that, yeah, I just, mm, I don't know. Jeffrey Rush seemed kind of yeah. quirky, like, oh, cheerio. Ha ha. We're goofy old English people talking about sex. Ha 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 ha. You know, just not, not really my bag. <laughs> no, no. It won't be for a little while. I mean, I, right. maybe yeah. it never will be. I but, need a, uh, another like 20 years before I get into this movie. Yeah. At least. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, I mean, uh, this this movie is for, you know, 60 plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a – hey, listen. That Tommy Lee Jones uh, – uh, what, what was that? Meryl Streep movie? I oh, did yeah. like somehow really well. So yeah, they're they're like, hey, this audience is just dying to see anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so, like, imagine you are that age and yeah. like this is your sense of humor is like like right. Uh, you know, you chuckle at the at the fact that uh, two of the characters in the movie are are sneaking into a convenience store and eating moon yes, pies in their yes. car. You know, like like. <laughs> Like there's no movies for you. No, if that's your that's if that's your brand of humor. No, it's um, true. You're certainly not going to be amused at Django and Chains. That one bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to walk right out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be a surprise. <laughs> Although you, know, I mean, I think that's just such a generational thing too. I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I mean, movies now are more of. I don't know if people follow them more or just. I mean, it's it's you know twenty dollars, so maybe you sort of find out what the deal is, and before you go see something, and maybe there still are throwbacks of that generation that was just like, hey, I got a nickel, I'm gonna go to the movie show, and just walk in and see whatever's playing, yeah. and 
And yeah, and they're they're uh, getting upset at uh, I don't know. Whatever. I think there still are people that do that, but yeah. um, you know, they're single. Mm. They probably got a halfway decent job. They probably got no, yeah, no, um, you know, yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing really else going on. Yeah, and so they see every single movie that comes out. But yeah, I guess so. I, I just can't imagine that now going just spending all day at the mall <laughs> watching whatever is the there. Eye of the storm. Yeah, no way. No. Oh my goodness. Um then uh next up was a trailer called Bangkok Assassins. And I would like to see a double feature of this with Tai Chi Zero, definitely. This yeah. this looked like some kind of supernatural kung fu. Mm-hmm. So you have kind of a weird tai chi and steampunk, and then you have Bangkok assassins, which just seem to be sort of like present day. And then they learned some kind of kung fu that would let them use a, like the Star Wars Force and kind of punch yeah, like people. A, like, sort of like a kung fu X Men type. Of, yeah. Type yeah. Of yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly it. Um it did, it wasn't as like crazy as Tai Chi yeah, Zero looked. It seemed pretty low budget. Yeah. It seemed like it was kind of like that was the hook, like this supernatural kung fu, but that they were mostly like dealing with like, you know, drug dealers and the kind of like everyday kind of bullshit of wherever they were from. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, you know, it might it might be okay uh, with Tai Chi Zero, but on its own, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, and then we have Counterpunch with Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, yeah. Man, he's got it. He's got. He's had like a whole second career here, the past yeah. few years. Doing. Um, aren't they going to do a second? Uh, what the hell was that? Grindhouse movie he was in. Oh, mach- Machete. Machete. Are they going to make a Machete too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never saw Machete w- I didn't one. Either. Um, but uh, I, I liked, I liked the trailers. Like, yeah. I, I definitely liked the trailer when, when I saw it in the, the Grindhouse movie. Yeah, the original yeah. Grindhouse movie there. The, oh, definitely. Not the original, but the. Definitely. You know. No, that was amazing that he was part of that, and like, I don't know if he, if he is like. Is he was he in prison? I've just heard he's like a real crazy guy, you know, like who just ended up acting, you know, but was like this real like kind of I don't know mess of a life. But uh, I don't know anything about him really. I don't I don't know much about him, but anytime I've seen him in anything, yeah. I've I've liked him. Yeah, know, like like as an actor. Yeah, right, right. He definitely seems like the or the real deal with his crazy yeah, crazy yeah. face. This, however, looks like some kind of weird warrior or all these bog of fighter, all these boxing movies. I don't know. I'm yeah. not into them anyway. And then this just seems like, you know, low budget boxing movie with a kid, troubled kid who gets into trouble in the neighborhood and maybe would be a boxing star, but probably not. Um, I did love that the dog got a billing in the trailer 
Yeah, that's always a good sign. It's <laughs> a really good sign. Tito as Mr. T, which is very confusing if you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. and, and the first couple of times I watched this trailer, I wasn't really paying attention. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I know. And then, then I realized what it, what it meant. No, I got I kind of got excited for a second. Like, wait, someone yeah, is Mr. playing T is, Mr. T? Is a guy in here? Is Tito? <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who's pretending to be Mr. T? <laughs> that I would watch if he was in that movie. I mean, yeah, that would have made just just uh, taken it to a different place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really know what's happening with Mr. T lately, but um, he's still alive. You know, it's about time for him to come around. Oh my God! Yes, he's still alive, right? He's alive. yeah, yeah. I think so. He had cancer at one point or yeah, something. He definitely did. Well, well. Here's to another year with Mr. T. 2013. Yeah, thanks for all you've done. Thanks, T. Uh, the next trailer was called Black's Game. Black's Game. Black's Game. Um, directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Interesting. I don't know if this was directed quite a few years ago, and they're only releasing it now, because um, I don't recognize anyone in this movie. And it just kind of seems like a sort of drug story, bad guys. Yeah, yeah, like a like a Serbian film kind of thing, you know, Serbian really? film light. Anyway, yeah, I, I've yeah, never yeah. seen Serbian film. <laughs> oh, okay, but okay. I don't really want to. Oh, God, either, no, but. that's yeah, no. This this is sort of like uh, this looks like uh, Goodfellas. No, what's that one? Goodfellas? I don't know. Some some you know just crime guys, drugs, and then uh oh. Yeah. We went too far. Now we're yeah, it, gonna die. and it looks Eastern European because oh, you watch yeah. the second trailer I put on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's subtitled and mm-hmm. it, it looks a little bit more natural. Yeah, no, it does. It looks them. it looks better with the sub. I never understood that. It's like don't even don't try to trick me. Like Tai Chi Zero almost does. <laughs> yeah, they they don't even tell you that this is subtitled till about there's like one little subtitle thing that comes up and you're like oh. I mean that may, you know it makes just don't just tell me right away like the like that that other trailer of Black's Game is like okay great this is cuz now it looks kind of badass whereas before it was just a bunch of images thrown together of guys doing crack and driving around in cars and I don't know what's going on but it looks dumb but when I see yeah, oh I, this is in like Finland or Norway or something I'm I'm more excited to see it so keep that in mind guys <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So that that was that was it for the trailers, right? Yeah, that was it for the trailers. Uh, pretty light on that. Uh, yeah. Just uh, didn't have a whole lot of time to to get to the the latest issues of Home Media Magazine, but yeah. So uh, nice. Well. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, so that's those are the first trailers we're reviewing for 2013, and stuff to look forward to. You know, let's uh, let's get into the movies. Get into the movies.
this was a this was a great double feature. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm ha- I still sometimes have a little trouble remembering what was in what movie because they both were very similarly themed. <laughs> yeah. But it was a great double feature. Um, they came from beyond and first spaceship on Venus. Um, they came. So yeah, they, they came, came from beyond space. Oh, from beyond space. They came from beyond space. Is they came from beyond a different movie? Probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this was released sometime in the sixties. I'm assuming. Yeah, nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, I believe both of these were were released early sixties. It was pri- prior mm-hmm. to any sort of moon landing or anything like that. Oh right, right, right. Wait, was the was the when was the moon? Oh my god, I don't even know when the moon landing was. I th- I'm pretty sure it was like nineteen sixty-nine or something like that. Really? Does that seem right? <laughs> kind of sixty-nine. That's the, oh wait, oh uh, Apollo eleven, nineteen sixty-nine. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's crazy. All right, that was not that long ago, actually. Weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you're well, right. If, so if you the, if you actually think it happened. Well, right. Yeah. The moon landing in quotes. Yeah. Right. But still, at this point, they didn't even have an official fake moon landing to deal with. They were completely making it up, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. A couple of years before that, we actually, you know. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick shot the uh, well, fake well, moon landing. They, they came from beyond space. Didn't didn't really deal with you know any sort of well, well actually sort of yeah it it did have to deal with with the moon. And, uh, it did right yeah, because yeah, they ended up on the moon. Right? So there were it ends up they end up on the moon. There's meteors that they find in a field that have landed in formation, mm-hmm. which is weird. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. It's weird. Yeah. So they go investigate. Someone hits the rock with a hammer. Super psychedelic freak out happens. And I guess the rocks take over this lady's brain. And she goes to immediately to the bank to get a million dollars. Well, pounds, because this is in England. Mm-hmm. So immediately, I want a million pounds. Well, no, you really, I mean, I know you're... Your science operation there is really going well, and you, I know, but that's, you know, we can't give that to you. So then they take over his brain, get the million bucks, um, and there's one scientist who couldn't go to look at the rock formations mm-hmm. because he'd been injured, so he had a metal plate in his head. And I knew that was going to come back in the story later. I just knew it somehow because they were very specific about this. Yeah. And... Did they have the technology in the early '60s to replace parts of your head with metal? I, apparently, yeah, they did. Yeah, or was true. that also science fiction? <laughs> and now we actually do that. That was a question I had. Um, so he's left back at the base. All this stuff happens. He starts hearing weird things. Goes out there. Nobody will talk to him because all the aliens have taken over. Scientists and soldiers that are surrounding that area um he drives a crazy old car really even for the 60s like this is a like 1910 car that he just has to drive around uh and 
it weirdly factors into the story at random points yeah. where he's like threatening to run those guys over by putting it into gear because the gear shift is on like the side of the car. It was so random. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, uh, he pulls into that gas station and the gas attendant's like eyeing him up and down. He's some kind of chick magnet somehow. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, he And he just can't find out what's going on with the meteors and all of his scientist friends. And then people in town start dropping dead with some weird disease, uh, like smallpox or something. And then – so I guess the whole time they've been building a spaceship, these scientists who have been taken over by alien brains – and they actually launch a rocket to the moon, which he gets on, right? And hi, like sort of stowaways to the moon, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I got excited because they actually – I didn't think this this movie would ever end up going that far to the moon. And it does. And there, there you meet some kind of a eyes wide shut cult in robes. We're basically like, oh, sorry, we just needed to build all this stuff. I, I hope it's not a big deal that we t- that we uh, took over everyone's brain and you can have them back, their brains back eventually. So just help us. So this is weird kind of like creepy and then, oh, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. They're not – we're not so bad after all. And um, the old moon guy – uh, after he says all that there's some kind of like riot and then I think they stop it from happening and I don't know if they made it back to the earth and that's basically it yeah yeah that's a a good synopsis I mean um, all those things happened Uh, I mean that's that's basically what happened the V formation uh, that was very weird a lot of Geiger counters yeah. after that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the old sports car was definitely a strange thing, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 you know, like he's he's basically um like uh, an old grandpa, and yeah. like he goes oh, to that yeah. gas station, and the gas station attendant like is like totally head over heels for him. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe things are different in, or were different in the UK. I don't know. If, maybe they're still right. like that way. But that must so, be, yeah. so that, yeah, the aliens have taken over. They've gotten their million dollars. They've gotten this, uh, <laughs> this, uh, um, like compounds, this military compounds, mm-hmm. this like lazy mm-hmm. military compounds. Um, yeah. And, uh, like, so they've got guards, really old guards military guards and like he drives his old antique car up and he wins he, he like he like really yeah. slowly puts it into gear and jumps off and like the, the 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 guards just jump out of the way rather than shooting their guns at this old car yeah and uh they couldn't take it yeah and yeah the 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 electric fence that they put around this uh this oh like, yeah military base this alien military base is like ten thousand volts it's an electric fence 
and they mention that three times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember anyone getting electrocuted by it. No, he like threw something at it, and uh, <laughs> and it like really made a lot of sparks. It shorted out. Yeah, I bet. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> ten thousand volts. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, yep. That he goes back to that gas station. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh well, well he he gets he gets knocked out somehow, and he ends up back at that gas station, and because mm-hmm. that the attendant found him, that the one that was in love with him, and then uh, <laughs> you know somehow he gets he gets uh, he gets revived from being knocked out, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he has these binoculars in in there. I don't know if you saw remember the binoculars, but. I actually no. own that pair, that exact pair of binoculars. Wow! It's these little wow. tiny binoculars, but uh, I, I forget what time, what, oh, what kind God. they are. But uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh yeah, then then he gets beat up by a couple of guys who are like, and he's like, "Wait, where's that girl that used to work here?" And they're like, "We don't know what you're talking about." So yeah, yeah. I guess when, they took he her back over back too. After, uh, yeah, you know the the this mystery plague thing hits you know he goes right. back to the gas station he's looking for the girl and uh, right 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 you know the, this gas station attendant comes out and he, he i i thought the guy looks like morrissey <laughs> totally he totally did <laughs> oh my god um i don't know how he's immune maybe it's the metal plate in his head that made him immune to yeah, yeah, disease that's also. what it was uh they, they would was it really <laughs> probably through the part of your skull where um oh that's right the that's uh, right. um plate was and it yeah. must have been made yeah. of silver because i don't know if you remember he he met up with that other um doctor or whatever mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and um and you know he starts look uh, eyeing all his uh, trophies and stuff on his mantle, and the doctor's like, "What are you <laughs> okay. thinking?" And so they they start smelting the uh, the silver like. Oh or, my I god! Don't know that's how, right. Like, where where they did it exactly, but they mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. craft this uh, very intricate um, silver helmet. Um, that's right. <laughs> and, and, Which uh, is a colander to, to stop the aliens from. <laughs> from oh yeah entering their 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 brains and they test it out with with his his i don't know i guess it's his love interest or his girlfriend or something like that um yeah and uh they test it out on the on the the other scientist dude and um (laughs) it works out for him and i just thought that was really cool that 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 uh helmet I'll try and post a picture of the helmet, but um, I don't, I don't, I have no idea how you would like fabricate this. Like <laughs> we're just starting to like do like 3d printing and stuff like that. And, That's true. Um, yeah. Maybe they've, they've done this before and they already had, had the mold. They just needed the silver melted down and, um, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I mean, first of all, it's nice he's got some trophies made out of silver. Yeah. And that he yeah. would donate them to be melted into this helmet. I mean, it was an emergency, I guess. I guess they just, you know, they had you had to do it. Um, but maybe that's where the whole, you know, tinfoil sort of helmet thing came from. 
this movie maybe is from this scene yeah and you know i mean who's got that much silver so the next best thing is is uh tinfoil obviously it's probably not going to protect you as well but better than nothing well you know um i did write down the explanation for this uh silver is opaque to ultraviolet radiation i meant to go and look uh, that fact up to see if you know they were actually <laughs> using like real science here um, wow, my suspicion yeah, is that changes were, but, um Wow. Uh, Silver is opaque to ultraviolet radiation? Yes, it is. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Look at that. They they were onto something, actually. That's a very important fact. So they build they build a couple of these helmets. You know, they somehow they manage to get uh the, the alien um being out of out of his girlfriend and so his girlfriend and and the the doctor doesn't have to wear one of these crazy helmets but because he already has right. a silver plate and do they right. even use silver plates if if you were to have surgery i mean and have a hole in your I head can't you imagine. plate would they use silver i mean maybe well maybe because isn't it um why they make uh like earrings and stuff out of like i guess gold and silver don't aren't rejected as much or whatever, you know, yeah. as like steel yeah. or something. Yeah. So I get, I mean, maybe that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I never had but that's any expensive surgery. Stuff. I mean, just the silver plate has got to cost a fortune these days. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And forget gold. Yeah. No, no, no. Forget it. With the, with the fiscal forget cliff it. and everything. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's making gold plates in their head anymore in fact if you have one i wouldn't tell anybody about that by the way yeah if you have one and and you know <laughs> chances are if you're gonna get a plate in your head your doctor's probably gonna try and steer, steer you toward lead these days just because sure. it's cheaper you know or just a hard recycled plastic yeah some kind of you know two liter bottle type of plastic you know just don't you can't, you know, play soccer or anything. Just take it easy with that thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, they, they they end up meeting up with these aliens and having a yeah. chase with them. And the the moon moon people, they're, they're actually aliens from the planet Zod. That's true. That's true. And they just ended up on the moon. moon. to, like, harvest or whatever. <laughs> right. Harvest souls right. or something. <laughs> it's, it's true it's true but yeah they were surprisingly nice once they finally made it up there they were like yeah hey, they, they were very reasonable people we, or we just need some cheap cheap we need some cheap labor some slave labor and then you can go back to your you know families and what you're whatever you were doing as soon as we build this whole space port thing so i i could you know hey but then, you know, he does make a good point. We might have helped you if you asked us. And I think that's the lesson in this movie is, you know, just ask people. You don't have to force them to do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. nine times out of ten, they might help you. Yeah. Seven times out of ten. Seven times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Maybe um, five. I enjoyed the movie overall. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, nothing yeah. I would probably not. Probably not watch it again, but it's something right. I would have 
to recommend to people that were, you know, wondering about any of this stuff? <laughs> Definitely. Oh, have you Definitely. ever seen They Came From Beyond Space? Yeah. Well, I've got a movie for you. Yeah. yeah, I could I could hear that conversation. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so... Uh... In the years following the Second World War, two basic patterns began to influence the growing science of space travel. Rockets or guided missiles grew larger and larger. Atomic power plants grew smaller and smaller, compact enough to be contained in a submarine. Finally, in a rocket ship. Give a give a synopsis for, um, oh boy, for spaceship, for spaceship Venus ideas. While I wow. let my cat out of the room here, absolutely, yeah, you got right it. Back. So, first spaceship on Venus is a East German Polish sci-fi film, um, which was it looks like it was um, released in 1960. Um, basically, uh, it was it released in Total Vision too, which was um, kind of crazy—a yeah. new sort of, uh, um, I don't know what kind of that, what kind of um, film cameras that shot in Total Vision. But um, that was awesome. Right away, this movie gets into. Well, first, there's an awesome stock footage scene, like sequence of like. How like where it was just like got us caught up to like where things are right now. It's like okay, here's a bunch of stock footage, scientists, you know, nuclear reactors, this stuff, this stuff, just getting us caught up, and then bam, right into spaceships, and we're we're right away on uh, the Earth. They find some crazy meteor thing. That must have come from Venus. Year is nineteen eighty five. So, too. oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> so this is actually <laughs> takes place in the past. Yeah, it's a, it's a right, it's an um, back to the future almost. Right. And th- so they decide, well, we got to go. We got to find out what's going on on Venus because this thing that crash landed here is, I mean, we know there's something to it. So we have to go. We have to go find out. So right away, this movie was awesome because, yeah, there it's just crazy uh, sci-fi ships and suits and other planets. I mean, they don't even bother with you know the kind of uh, they came from beyond part where where aliens come to us and we have to figure. No, no, it's like okay, get in the ship, let's go. We're on another planet, great, and. Um, there is a let me see. There's a station on the moon. I think that's where they go to first, and then they go to Venus. Um, with lots of awesome, like I really love the uh, fake science talk. 
yeah. that they do when they're flying the ship because it must be really fun to write that kind of crazy, like, how are they going to navigate in the future? Well, and they just make up a bunch of words that are pretty awesome. Um, uh, let me see. Oh, it seemed like it was sort of like a early Armageddon. They had all the top scientists on this rocket to Venus. Um, yeah, I I, uh, <laughs> I I had that written down too. Armageddon <laughs> just with Venus <laughs> instead of meteor. That's awesome. And uh, they um, let me see. Uh, oh, I I wrote down Glass Forest is a great band name. <laughs> I think that was where they landed. <laughs> and um, so they get to Venus and there's a glass forest. There's all kinds of weird stuff. Um, there's no aliens there at first or there was a civilization there. And that's where this chunk, this meteor chunk came from. And now that we landed, it's like, oh, uh, or hold on a second. This movie got a little confusing. I think someone shot a laser, which caused an atomic reaction, which destroyed the civilization that used to be on Venus. So there, or or okay, or maybe that happened in the past, and then we were there, sort of figuring it out, going, "Oh, there's all these like silhouettes of people burned into the side of the Venus mountains, or hallways, or whatever." And I thought, oh, that's so crazy. That's like, um, I mean, I guess the whole, I mean, just that Hiroshima and that weird idea that they just translated into a sci-fi film. I thought it was kind of nuts. Um, and uh, someone has to sacrifice themselves to not make it home. Yeah, oh, man. It, this, was, this was a tricky movie. There's a lot of science talk yeah and stuff that i had a hard time uh following yeah honest. yeah i did i mean the, <laughs> toward the end i didn't i didn't really follow you know what was happening i i was just glad they they tied up and they were all able to get out with the exception of the right one guy that died i guess um, right i was really ha- glad for that definitely um I I I love the 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 ragtag bunch, you know. I I just I just love the way that they they came upon the conclusion that that you know we this um somebody just happened to remember um a, an explosion in Siberia, and then they they, <laughs> they like look all this stuff up in the world's largest computer. And, um, <laughs> And and you know they they consult Doctor Chen, the leading authority yeah. in language, and um, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And uh, you know he just gets this this ragtag bunch of researchers and specialists, and, and they they get on the Cosmos Trader One, along with uh, who I thought was uh, the robot called uh, Omegao. Um, <laughs> Uh, um, because they, they had a calling Omegao for the oh. whole movie, and then, um, and then at toward the end, somebody said Omega, 
or maybe it was oh written my. on the side of it or something. Uh, oh my god! Uh, I just oh thought that was god. strange. <laughs> maybe that's how they pronounced it back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Wow, I didn't even catch that. That was <laughs> that robot was was really really cool. I, I think that's where they they probably got the idea for the movie Short Circuit from this robot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it provided a lot of comic relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess I'm sort of getting the idea that Venus sent this thing to Earth as like a warning. Yeah. And then we found it, went to Venus, realized what happened, and then flew back saying, hey, Earth, we better watch it with this atomic stuff because it's going to destroy the whole planet. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get... Which is a... That's a scary thing for... I mean, 1960. Yeah, it's a, you know, it a long time. Atomic ago, energy. Like, you know, um, Look out. This, this movie must have scared a lot of people. Yeah. 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 But through through a nice sort of uh, sci-fi, you know, oh, oh, look at this nice sci-fi story, but it's... You know what? There's a message here, guys. Yeah. This could happen to us. This is... Uh, also, sci fact. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because uh, it, uh, like, gravity. You know, um, mm -hmm. when gravity just goes away, right? And you're in zero gravity. Mm -hmm. The um, it's just no matter how much you know about science and um how much experience you have with going into space. As soon as you go into that zero gravity, um, you're apparently so impressed and surprised by the fact that there is no gravity. Yeah. Um, because the, these guys just like they're, they're enjoying their liquid food. That's in zero <laughs> gravity. Mm -hmm. They're, they're floating around like, you know, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> they, they just can't believe it. You know? Yeah, it's it's almost like they didn't know it was coming. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense to me. It really does. And uh, I would do the same thing. I'd take a minute. I know this is an important mission, but guys, this is crazy. We're it's we're totally uh, you know weightless here. Look That's at this. Nice. Look at this. I'm flying. Uh, yeah, and they, they're they were too. Two million six hundred thousand miles away. That doesn't sound like very much. Like <laughs> two million? Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, I couldn't tell you. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a longer distance than I've ever traveled. Oh my um, god, yes. But what what do they do? They they like. Um, I think I might be missing a page of my notes, but uh, <laughs> uh, they they like go to sleep, right? Uh, like. And and then they wake up when they get there. Oh, I don't remember that They're part. I don't Dr. think they Sumiko, did. Like the the Japanese doctor, she yeah like takes care of everybody and makes sure that they're asleep, and then then she does the same thing. I don't remember them going to sleep, but that maybe that's the early um, what you call it? It's, uh, hibernation chamber. Yeah. idea yeah from the what was it the um 2001 yeah 
Yeah, when was that? When was 2001? Uh, that, that was 69. Yeah, right. All right. Well. Uh, maybe 1965. I, I don't know. It was, yeah. I think um, 60s, though. I mean, probably very ripped, similar. Ripped a lot off from this movie. I mean, a lot. A lot. A lot of science. I, I mean, right, right. Um, what is crazy is the guy that wrote. Uh, who is it? This this Polish sci-fi author, Stanislaw Lem, who wrote Solaris, wrote um, I, I don't know what it was called, but it was whatever they ad- adopted adapted this from, and then he totally. There's some interview where he totally trashes that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> well, the the Google translation, it's it's like a weird. Yeah. But he definitely did not appreciate this version of his his uh, his book. Oh, well, jeez, I, I, I certainly know. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll probably it got right his book, but no, no, maybe. that's true. I did, I did appreciate it. Got right into the into the action, and it was like immediately, you know, Venus, let's go, and then yeah, crazy let's get, ships, let's get up there, and then spaceships. Yeah, then we'll figure out what we're, what we're gonna do. Exactly. They got right to it. Then we'll figure out the zero gravity stuff. Yeah, yeah. And for for there being so much, so much zero gravity, um, there's not, there's not, there's there was like there was a lot of gravity, you know, like mm. they're playing chess, and and the, the pieces <laughs> are just staying on the board, like almost like there was gravity. Right. And, maybe it was. You know, they yeah. Were maybe sitting down in chairs. <laughs> And they were staying there in the chairs, almost like there was gravity. I don't know if maybe they had some sort of technology, some sort of suits or something. They must have thought about that, like, before they left for Venus. And they said, we don't want everything to go flying around the inside of the ship. Yeah. So we're going to make sure this chessboard has some kind of, you know, anti-gravity gravity. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I believe that. I could see that, definitely. Like, it's yeah. only fun for the people. We don't want our chairs flying around and tables and stuff. Yeah. So let's make sure, you know, they're, they have some kind of a gravity simulator. Yeah. Yeah, these are smart guys. I mean, this is like the top, you know, all put together in one ship. This is it. If we're going to go to Venus, we want the, you know, smartest guys up there. Yeah, doesn't matter if they doesn't matter what know, race you are. Doesn't matter no, what no what creed you are, what religion mm-hmm. you practice. Come on up, come on onto the nope. ship. If you're smart, you know, get over here. We got a we got a spot for you. Yeah. The, so yeah, it was a nice kind of a uh, uh, multicultural story yeah. of togetherness. Yeah. Um, in a way too, which I did, I wasn't expecting that. This 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 particular print um, was not. Was not very kind to the African American gentleman um, that, that played. Uh, you could pick up no features of of, a, of his face or anything like that. Um, it was oh, it's, it's yeah. really an unfortunate thing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I actually yeah, they, I actually do think it would be it would be cool to you know see this this movie for real like like. Uh, in a in a better in a better format and a better print right or something like that maybe that's available it it doesn't seem like it would be but um it was such a such a minor 
thing. Well, they said they're in the public domain. Uh, well, there's some weird. Um, what does this say here? I was reading about this crazy. What is it? Uh, okay, the original uncut version of the film was re-released under the title "The Silent Star" by the DIFA Film Library at the University of Massachusetts in 2004. That's right. So. I don't know what that is, but there's an uncut version of this. I remember reading called that. the you, Silent you Star. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, special DVD features. All right, so there there is some kind of like remastered version of this, uncut, and th- this is the first sci-fi film made in East Germany. That's its uh, claim to fame, I guess, and why they decided this was a. Uh, That's the other really important. crazy thing that this was like an East German yeah. production in 1960. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, just yeah. like to add to the to the element of. Oh yeah. You know, just misdirection and things. It, it, yeah. And, and 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 science, East German science at the time was a lot different than. Other science, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but uh, it's it just certainly seems like it. Um, it, it. You know, like when they're driving through the meteor storm, and uh, yeah, you know, they they have to they have to engage the emergency gyro. Uh, <laughs> they have to actually take a hammer and break the glass to <laughs> activate this emergency gyro. Well, you don't want to accidentally like. Yeah. Like in zero yeah, gravity, like what oops! The, what if, oh, oh my god! <laughs> you hit the oh, oh gyro god, button. The robot bumped into it or something. <laughs> so they, they got you got to cover that thing in glass. It's like when that thing goes off, I mean, people better be ready for it. Um, this is this is pretty crazy. This has like special features and everything. Oh really? It has it includes designs for the Alfred Hirschmeyer sets and trailers for other East German sci-fi films. Historical essay, uh, socialists in outer space, um, newsreels about the film, and it is twenty four ninety five from the DIFA Film Library. That's awesome. East I, German I, I Cinema and Beyond. Look into that a little further. Yeah, I'm going to send you this link right now. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. The the other so, thing that I thought was kind of kind of curious was uh, you know they, maybe maybe the trip out there was was a long haul and they just needed things to occupy them you know uh, <laughs> yeah. this, the main scientist the the guy that like pretty much saved the whole thing you know, by figuring out right what was what on venus you know um, yeah uh, he wastes a lot of time it seems um trying to make a heart for the this this robot this omega robot <laughs> Um, I just I I, just I, I, I missed that part. He's trying to make a heart, you know, and, and they're they're like, uh, the, the way that they they arrive at that is, you know, if he had a heart, uh, he would let Doctor Orloff win win a game of chess because Doctor Orloff oh, is just goodness. like going at this robot, trying to trying to like win a win at least one game or come close, you know, yeah, uh, and um. He's never able to, um, but uh, you know, a couple of the other astronauts on board of the ship were like, you know, if it'd be nice if this Omega robot had had a um, 
at a heart. You ever see BattleBots? No. Do you remember that show? It, it was like the show. No. Uh, this crazy show. It was on like I think it was on PBS or some channel like um I don't know, probably ten years ago or so where you know these nerds would like get together and they would make yes. these, these robots. Totally. Oh they, my they god, I totally remember that. Put them in it. Put them in it. it it's like WWF. Like a steel for, cage. For robots. Totally. Just go yes. And, go go at it. In a oh, cage that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, but this is what that that robot reminded me of. It was one of those <laughs> battle bots because the, the ones that were always always featured, you know, that always did the best were those these low flat robots. Yep. And With just a huge like. Just like a hammer huge, like, spike on the front, you know, yeah. just pierce through whatever. But, right. Um, no, it's true. It's true that, yeah, I love that. I thought I would love that show so much. And then every single fight was pretty much the same. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. That, Cause the nerds just, so yeah, the nerds ruined all of the fun about robots is that they should be all different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they with different it weapons. To it's like <laughs> yeah. one formula and right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that was if, sad. if they were smart at all, they would have just like said, "Okay, you can't do any of this shit. You just got to mm-hmm. come up with something crazy." And yep, I want to see your robot walking. Your robot has to be higher than five inches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be uh, something like that. Yeah, because yeah, just yeah, you know, seems pretty much the same in the end. But they they had crazy commentators and. And then yeah, they would have like yeah, there was a couple of cages that like would open. One and then there was yeah, like an American one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that was a great show. Oh man, I mean it, it was and it wasn't, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some weird survival research laboratories for nerds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh, I for, I found my other notes. Um, Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the the uh, on Venus. So it's just some of the science science um, facts about that. Mm-hmm. Venus, uh, the atmosphere <laughs> on Venus mm-hmm. is ionized, and that's why there was so much flashing. That was an explanation uh... given for all the flashing. Um, the robot Omegon uh, went went Omega. Omegang. Right. Uh, right. Omegang is a, is like a beer. It's like a pretty good beer too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, Maybe that's um, uh... And that's what they call them. They call them a, a good beer. Uh, <laughs> the, the robot warns of intense radiation and um it, and he says we can stay for 8 minutes. And so he they stay for 8 minutes and I think this is the guy that died. Like he ends up falling into uh, a pit with those right. little tiny um, robot things right and he was like he was like in the probe ship from the main ship and so they so even though there's intense radiation the atmosphere is ionized and there's a lot of flashing going on they they decide to land the ship on venus anyway mm-hmm. and they gotta um, find out you know so then then the the whole thing is to find out what these little tiny metallic insects are Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about those, that weird part. Yeah, and and actually, the, um, the the insects like have in them they have these micro crystals 
And so like the, the main scientist guy that was building the heart for the robot, he ends up putting the, this, these microcrystals into the um, supercomputer on, on the board of the ship called Mannix. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he heard the voices of the Venusians. And so he found out that the, the purpose of these metallic insects was to record speech. And so they're, they're able to, to gather a whole bunch of history from these metallic insects. Um, and, you know, at one point, the, the, old, the old scientist, he's just like, I, I need more data more data you know and so like like that's his plea for more data and so i think that's when when all of the a whole bunch of the scientists go out and they they try to you know gather more more of these metallic insects for him to get Mm -hmm. to get more information about what's going on on venus and uh i don't know that they ever find find out but um Oh, they they do find out. They 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 run into a blob. You know, there's like a um, power lines that lead to a force field generator. Lots of mm-hmm. smoke. Yeah. Um, and then finally, they 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 gather the data that's needed. And and the pre- professor, the professor, he's he's like all smug, and he's like he's not surprised. It all makes sense now. <laughs> uh, and the, the glowing. You know, the red ball means gravity is increasing. Oh, and, um, right. The, somebody drops like Albert Einstein's old formula. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. E, e, e equals, <laughs> and that's how that's what they refer to it. Oh, this this is Albert Einstein's old formula. E equals mc square, and uh, and that that causes this this all the gravity increasing causes uh, omega to go out of control. Um, the glass forest radiation, mm. um, and that's where they sort of, yeah, they yeah. were like, yeah, the, almost the main, caused the this kind of apocalypse. Leader of the ship, he he gets internal injuries, and uh, um, I think Sumiko, she has to operate on him like right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, oh, the black dude, he, he got left on Venus. Um, I think it was like one of those one of those things where, you know, go on without me kind of right. thing. Right, definitely, and, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and they, they get back, and they get back to Earth, and uh, they immediately, as it, it, when they get off the ship, they... Yes. Huge press conference. conference. Yeah. Oh my. They're just everybody's waiting right there on the landing pad. Yeah. yeah, There's so (laughs) many people there. They like they know the exact time that this spaceship is coming back from Venus. Luckily, it wasn't the middle of the night. It was like like nine in the morning or something. Right. Right. Thank God. They lost three scientists. Um, Yeah. And basically, the 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 message that they bring back is science went beyond the Venusians' control there. And, yeah, um, that's probably where this warning shot laser came from. Mm-hmm. Um, they and and you know they're they're basically glad to have Earth, and they're like, you know, we got to learn a lesson from the Venusians here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They wiped out their civilization with science. We got to go back to the Stone Age. Yeah, 
for, scrap this rocket. Yeah. No more science. E equals MC. Forget it. Just forget about it. Right. And uh, yeah, basically, it's almost like an Amish propaganda film. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's what well, it, it seems might, like. might have been an East German propaganda mm-hmm. film. You it's, know. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe that's where well, the, the author um, came to blows with the with the production. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> Definitely. I did. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I did appreciate that they got right into this super crazy story that you would really not even attempt to go immediately to Venus. But I appreciated that they really. Uh, they really went out there immediately. And the multicultural force was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, hey, uh, can all get was, along? I mean, it was a visually entertaining movie. Uh, even mm-hmm. even for the, the crappiest of quality that, that uh, right. Buckflix has to offer. <laughs> I mean, this isn't, isn't, is by far not the worst movie that, I, that I've seen. Yet, oh, yeah, no. Um, in the catalog. Mm-hmm. Worst movie I've seen yet is probably Assassin, which um, <laughs> which is what uh, what, <laughs> what what uh, Sawyer from Kissing Contest oh. <laughs> actually uh, uh, reviewed. Is he watching on their episode? Uh, <laughs> oh, I think it's episode right. one fourteen. The episode or uh, they they inter- uh, reviewed uh, three separate movies. They the did Fox catalog. I, I sent them a. A bunch of movies over. Um, got to meet those guys real quick. Uh, yeah, those nice guys. That's awesome. Um, but uh, they they uh, they reviewed uh, Assassin. I, I have no idea why he picked that one, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have included that in the in the, in the package. But um, it was a, it was a really good review anyway. But that's great. Um, that's great. <laughs> they also uh reviewed what was it uh black cobra um and terror in beverly hills yeah that's right yeah. oh man that was great yeah that was great those are worse than uh than um uh first spaceship to venus yeah, aka yeah, the silent star. Hills, right? I did, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty pissed poor too. I, yeah, I never yeah. saw that the Black Cobra uh, I movie <laughs> yet, but uh, I, I do want to. We have part three also. Oh wow! Oh my god! Part two. Wow. Part two is hard to come by. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that 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 was our double feature for this nice. uh, this episode, sixties uh, sci-fi. So next episode. next episode, um, oh yeah, I'm thinking, you know, in a couple of weeks, I uh, I gotta talk to my friend Mike Mike Jada, um, right? He's interested in in uh, joining us in reviewing a movie called Bare Knuckles. Oh, that's uh, right. Which surprisingly is also available on another uh, streaming uh, rental movie um, hmm. service, um, so you can watch it there. That's weird. If you'd like to, uh, Bare Knuckles, um, and uh, I'm gonna 
get it. I'm going to get it out to Mike and make sure that he has he has capability to uh, conference in here. Um, nice. Oh, now hold on a second. Yeah. Are we talking about the 2010 bare knuckles or the 1977? We are talking about the 2010 bare knuckles. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I would yeah. have thought. Or, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Not 2010. 1977. 1977 yeah. is that that's the one we're yeah. talking about? Okay, okay. The R-rated bare knuckles. Okay, got got R-rated, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, yeah. That is a great poster. Holy yeah. cow, man. Yeah, it's nothing like the the poster that is on the on the Buckflix um, DVD. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll send you a picture of that. And okay. The Buckflix DVD uh, features an Asian man on the front. Uh, and uh, oh, that's right. And and it's a double feature with a Tom Skerritt movie. It's on. Oh, wow. it's, it's the, it's a double feature. Oh my god! Oh man, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. That'd be great to get a get a guest in on uh, watching one of these. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that and watch Bare Knuckles right away. Take some notes. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I started watching it. It's it's pretty much the same same quality as you would probably find on a vhs tape or probably the awesome. dvd so it, it you know if you watch it on netflix it's not going to be much much different than if you rent it from buck Flicks. okay all Other right then you won't have the the uh the physical copy to cherish in your hand or, or the or the um late notices emails either or the late that's notices the, yeah that's those, the, uh... those come out like a couple <laughs> days after you rent them yeah, so uh yeah, so I new those, members but... now. Uh we've got nice. uh, you know uh Doan, Mike and Sawyer um from Kissing oh, wow. Contest. Uh yeah. they're they're now honorary members of Buckflix, so they get oh, wow. free membership and uh, free membership and free rentals for up to uh a year. Wow. Um you know, that can be rescinded at any time. Wow. Jeez. Um, if you know, if we need the money, right, right, right. So I, I'm, wow. I am going to be um, working on some uh, membership cards for for everybody oh, that's wow. a member so far. I, I was going to wow. do that earlier this year, but um, you know, some I had some roadblocks. Yeah, yeah, it's got sure. away. Yeah, but this is going to be the year for um, for uh, membership cards. So I'll get those out. They're good at any Buckflix wow. location. Wow. Man, 2013, major happenings at yeah. Buckflix. I love it. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Any, anything, uh, anything else you want to talk about? No. That, that basically covers it. I'm looking forward to, to Bare Knuckles. Meet Zachary Kane, modern-day bounty hunter. His fists are his weapons. Bare knuckles. Bare knuckles. Uh, yeah, it's got. It's apparently got a very good soundtrack. Um, I've listened oh, to wow. probably half of it. <laughs> oh wow! Um, awesome. I've I've got it. I'll I'll get it to you. <laughs> awesome. Oh man, that's great. So yeah. Cool. So uh, thanks a lot, Jason. And uh, definitely anytime. Signing off, uh, Travis in Albany. This is Jason 
in Brooklyn. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Sorrow.